Friends, fiends, rapscallions, I know what you all must be thinking every time an episode is released of Easily Irritated. I'm sure you're all thinking, God, Mike is my favorite comedian. I love his stand-up. I love his podcast. I love Mike McCowan. I just wish I could have a podcast myself. I wish that people would want to listen to me talk. I wish, you know, I'm passionate about JoJo's Bizarre Adventures. Maybe I should start a podcast on that. But who's going to listen? And then I'm creating all this work, all this effort to just shout into the void? No, that doesn't sound fun. But here's where you're wrong, my friends. There's a magical little platform called Anchor. And it's everything you need or anything you want to create a podcast. It's completely free and there's creation tools to make it easy and fun for you to be able to do it literally anywhere. You can do it from your phone. You can do it from your computer. You can hold up your phone like you're talking to a friend and you're actually reporting a podcast. And the audio is amazing. This is what I used when I first started my podcast and it is a great app. It's a great platform and the best thing about it is you upload your podcast, send it away, and Anchor will upload it for you onto all the streaming platforms, onto Spotify, onto Applecasts, anywhere that you can listen to podcasts, you'll be able to hear your podcast. I'll be able to li- you can send me your podcast and I'll listen to it. Anyway, you're probably still thinking, I don't know, I'm a little on the edge here. I'm a little on the fence. Because even if I do create a podcast, who's going to listen? I'm never going to make money off the podcast. Not like you do. But see, this is where you're also wrong, my little wolf pups. With Anchor, you don't have to have a minimum listenership. You don't have to reach 500 people. You could reach one dude in South Carolina that lives in his mom's basement and he never wears pants. He only wears tidy whities all the time and his mom brings him oatmeal when he's hungry and corn dogs because who doesn't love corn dogs? It doesn't matter if that guy is your one and only fan because with Anchor, you don't have to have a minimum listenership. You could have one guy, two guys, 500 guys, 1,000 guys. It doesn't matter. You'll still make money off your podcast by reading ads much like I'm doing now. There's no minimum listenership. That's what's great about Anchor. It's everything you need literally in one place to make a podcast. Now, listen closely and I'll tell you how to do it, all right? It's super complicated. You might want to take some notes. Step one, open up your smartphone or iPhone. Go to the App Store and type in anchor.fm. Click the download button and get your podcast started. It's that easy. All right, now enjoy the show. For live stand-up comedy dates, please visit www.laughingmike.com. That's laughingmike.com. Now on to the podcast. Welcome to another episode of Easily Irritated with Mike McCowan. Sorry if I sound a little off. 
I have a cold. I thought I was dying. Had it since last Saturday. Started shivering. Slept until four Sunday. Thought I was getting better. Started coughing. And, uh, spitting blood. Didn't look good. Got a doctor's appointment. He said, uh, my congratulations, you have the common cold. I said, it doesn't feel like the common cold. It feels like, uh, like pneumonia. Maybe syphilgonalidin AIDS. I don't know. All I know is I saw the Freddie Mercury movie and he coughed blood and that's what happened. And I think I have AIDS. He said, Mike, I don't think you have AIDS. I think you have the common cold. I said, fine, I'll trust you. But just because I already paid that $40 copay. Anyway, he said my lungs are clear. So that's good. Anyway, the holidays are coming. I can feel it. I'll work this week. Worked a lot last week. Two shows a night. Every single night. It's a lot. It's a lot on a person, right? I mean, sure, you don't have to bring a lot. It's comedy. Microphone, maybe. But still. Where's you out? It's a different kind of energy, right? Got to be the life of the party for an hour. It's a lot. Anyway, especially when you're sick, you know, it's not fun. Anyway, you know, I didn't really notice until uh, I didn't have a driver's license. But uh, walking around places, walking to the store, walking to the gas station, walking everywhere, even walking my dog, I notice it. I notice it now. I used to make fun of people who complained about sidewalk etiquette, but I get it now, all right? There is anarchy and ridiculousness going on in the streets. And I don't want to be racist, all right? But a lot of these entitled bitches happen to be white. And a good amount of them, white women pushing strollers, all right? I saw this lady today. I was walking my dog, and I saw her ahead of me. A good hundred feet, closing in. She was pushing her stroller. She was also jogging, checking her Fitbit while walking her dog. Right? A lot of things going on right now. You're taking up the whole sidewalk. Here I come with my puppy pal. And uh, I don't uh, see you being able to control things. Your dog is already to the side. Trying to pull you so he can pee on a bush. Poo on a bush? I don't know. Maybe both. My dog, politely by my side. My leash shortened because it's an extending leash. Because I trust my dog sometimes. And he's quietly by my side. I... Partly want to see what happens. I want to see her freak out and try to 
wrangle all these things happening. Or maybe she just expects me to just move to the side because that's what I did. That's what I did. All right. I'm a good person. And I just moved to the other side of the street. I went out of my way to walk across the street. Across the street. With my puppy pal. To avoid her. And then after she was past us, I walked back to the other side of the street where the sidewalk was. And continued along my way. But I've walked by a few people, not walking my dog, just walking. And I am surprised by how people refuse to move. Joggers will walk up, jogging. People will force them to stop because they're unmovable. Maybe they got their earphones in. Maybe they're just trotting along with their head in the clouds. I don't know, but when some people say on your left, you move, especially because there's a lot of bicyclists, all right, come up on you. You don't want to be mowed down. No, I'm nice. I'll avoid you. Don't get me wrong. If I was bigger, maybe a little more muscular, I'd hold my ground. I'd shove you into the street. I would have shoved that baby into the street if I had... It's the worst person, and I didn't like babies, you know? I don't know. That, that baby could have been nothing, you know? Could have mounted to nothing. I, I don't know. He didn't deserve my side of the sidewalk. But yet I avoided him anyway. Or her. You know, it. If I was a big guy, maybe I would hold my ground. You're on my side of the sidewalk. I would shove you a little to the side, you know, not aggressively, just to to the side. Because uh, have some manners and respect that the other people want to walk on the sidewalk, right? People trying to pass you don't hold up the traffic because you're moseying on by. All right, skis. All right, skis. I mean, for Sweet Caroline's special holiday sauce, have some decency. You know, that's my problem. High expectations. I have two high expectations for people. I was raised with manners, some decency, and respect for my fellow man, all right? I hold the door open for strangers because I'm nice. Other people? One cop's playing in the background. I don't know. <laughs> no, we would have to get a drone and get some video of, like, cats. The homeless shelters. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, like, uh, I have to move all that shit out from my parents' house. So I have to... It, my living room is going to become, like, a huge studio. But if we were to go to... Uh, like just down the area where the homeless shelter is downtown. Yeah. And are you just anywhere in downtown area with you know a video camera or phones or something and just film some of that area? That'd be perfect. I mean, we don't need a permit or anything for it. I also, um, I've realized that I'm very um, 
funny to watch if I'm scared and caught off guard. So what I would like to happen too is I'll meet you at a park somewhere and then you have the vlogging camera and jump out. It's <laughs> just mysterious places. And we'll then we'll loop them all together and we'll post it on social media and stuff and or in the beginning. <laughs> At one point you're like, There's no way that's real. You staged that. You can't scream like a little bitch like that every time. I was scared. No, but like I feel like that so okay, so the music videos, the way they do the reaction videos is um YouTube and uh, anywhere else. Oh, I was just saying is um, so the way they do the reaction videos is you play like a little portion of it and then you pause it and then you talk about it a little bit and then you play it again. So if if we were watching something like fucked up or whatever, like some of those animes on Netflix are like weird and nudity demons and stuff. And so you're like the first five minutes, you'd be like, Oh, and you pause and you're like, what was that? Have you, uh, have you uh, ever watched Cobra Kai? Hmm? Have you ever watched Cobra Kai? This sounds familiar. I should sound familiar. It's, the most legendary martial arts dojo in the world. Hmm. It's the martial arts dojo from Karate Kid. That's cool. But yeah, there's a TV show called Cobra Kai. Have you ever seen it? Maybe. Probably not. Okay, so basically what it is is, do you remember the original Karate Kid movie? Yeah. All right. So, Daniel LaRusso, the one who did the crane kick and was taught by Mr. Miyagi, beat the blonde dude, Johnny Lawrence, who was the fighter from Cobra Kai. Hmm. That was the original movie. Um, the TV show takes place 35 years later. And the main character is now Johnny Lawrence, the one that Daniel LaRusso, you know, the karate kid, beat in the tournament, the blonde dude. Um, and the real winner? And he reopens Cobra Kai, but Daniel LaRusso's in it, their kids are in it. it. It's a pretty good fucking series, it really is. It just got picked up for a third season uh, and by Netflix. It got moved over to Netflix. And Netflix uh, picked it up. So, like, the third season comes out at the end of the summer. But I've been watching it to kind of splice my time in between Doom Patrol and fucking Stargirl and shit. Oh, by the way, did you read the books for Magician and just, like, forget about it? Because when no, you I've just... Because when you just... Because I watched the whole thing of Magicians. No, I, I've never read the books. No, so I watched the whole thing and then I uh, read the other... I just read the like the um you know synopsis and then um i was i remembered like so um the in the show it just like they just treat him like a rapist the whole time 
but what you described it um, is, I guess, each time the writer, he was, he was not always in the same timeline. So he was like trying to prevent it, his mistake as he re- already realized he made. But they just don't show that in the show. They just show him uh, the rapist the whole time. That's why I was like, because Travis, what you described to me is. Oh yeah, that's why I looked it up later, and I was like, I was like, well, I because I, I looked up what it actually is, yeah. and it was like, no, Travis was right. He was just like, they just don't touch on that on the show. So you must have done the same thing and like researched the whole thing because you uh, a lot of what you told me about the whole world and stuff was all correct. It just wasn't like really touched on in the show. And that's what I do with DC too, is I fill in the blanks. That's what I do with DC. I fill in the blanks. I don't think I've read any of the comics. <laughs> that doesn't mean I haven't considered I've read both libraries, both yard. Yeah, well, I think I I know for a fact I could have read Magicians. Now that I re- really I thought about it, and then I read it later, of course. But like, I remember reading strangely the like the beginning. You know, like when you're a kid and I was sheltered, I read the beginning and I was like, nope, they say fuck it. <laughs> And now I'm watching shows, and I was like, they don't say fuck in it? Hillary, it sounds familiar from, like, something other than the show. But, like I said, I don't know. I don't think I've actually read any of the books. I may have, but I don't think so. I got it confused with Inkheart. Initially. Initially, I think I got it confused with Inkheart. Um, because Inkheart's a lot like that too. It's, it's like it's, um, but it's it's weird because it's not its own world. I mean, it is, but it's like so. In that world, is every book is essentially its own universe, yeah. and they don't like they don't straight out say whether the writers creating the universe by writing the book or if the writers like a prophet or whatever, because. In Inkart, it's like this guy, Mo, when he reads out loud, he can bring characters and shit out of that book world into our world when he reads aloud. So they call him Silver Tongue. The mummy guy plays him in the movie. Yeah. Essentially, yeah, it's essentially that, and they call him Silver Tongue. And there's like a few other guys in like the world that can do that. He's like the main one, and who's reading aloud to his wife, huh? Yeah. Well, yeah, but for him, he can't control it. So, like, how he discovers he has it, he's reading aloud to his wife, and all of a sudden a little bird appears. You know, like, oh, that's weird. 
Uh huh. Well, it's like so the power weird. The, so the power has a price. So it's like he starts reading aloud to his wife, and his wife disappears into that world, and yeah, and then he uh, is replaced with these like evil bad guy characters, which is the part he was reading, and now they're like, you know, fuck you. <laughs> put us back and then so the story takes place like 20 years or 14 years later and so like they're bad guys now and they're like we want to go back and share our bad guy knowledge and how to build guns and shit (laughs) so take us back there magic man and so that's what the whole first book is about oh dude his daughter's badass with it his daughter would be you. Yeah. Well, her his daughter's powers would be more up your lane because she can read out loud, uh, but she can also, like, she's also creative, so she can write things, and so she can be like, if the book says, like, and Cthulhu kills everybody, she'll write, and Cthulhu won to save the day. And then the character will change. And even if it's her own dad, because at in uh, the second book, um, she, um, she doesn't realize it, but there's a character in a poem that's a vigilante, and it's written about her dad, like inspired by her dad. So when she writes, like, the Blue Jay does this and the Blue Jay does that in the book world. Yeah, her dad, he's just controlling them like a puppet. And I was like, that's cool. <laughs> so I was like, if I if I picture a character like like yourself or like I wonder if you could do it to yourself, you know? Because she did it accidentally. So like, and then after that, she did it on purpose. <laughs> she made a guy immortal. She was like, if you write this, if you write your name in this book then um, you're immortal. And then she erased that guy's name and she wrote her own. Now, see, I will say, I think the only thing that can probably do what you're referring to is the book again. Yeah, but it's not essentially what you have because you can create items like the book of destiny. So you can be like, and he pulls the... You'd have to, yeah, you'd have to like really be specific about it, but you might be able to get a version of that, yeah. Now, if you were like, like, I want higher debt, or yeah, okay, you're tricking with this. Yeah, but you have to explain how you get there. You can't be like Travis is bulletproof. Like Travis is walking to the gas station to get some uh, Black and Miles one day with his dog, and all of a sudden uh, he noticed there's a, a weird like light above him, and then it strikes him, and all of a sudden he can jump super high and fly and shit. Like like you have to have a backstory for that particular power because it has to be a story. Yeah. 
No, I, she doesn't have to be there. They don't have to be there. They can write about it and they don't have to be there. So you'll, you just be like living your day thinking you have free will and stuff, walking out there with your dog, walking to the gas station, get struck by lightning. And all of a sudden you have every single power that's N C H O R dot F M slash start. And, uh, you'll get started. You'll make your podcast. You'll make money. Maybe you might even become Rogan legendary. The Joe Rogan experience might even fail to comparison have how massive your show is, mans, dudes, whoa, mans. Join the revolution of podcasting. Now, back to the show.